0: I'm listening to this SEO show, which I'm sure a lot of web designers know means search engine optimization, top of the algo, questing. And I'm about five minutes in, and he's got a bunch of guests. I'll say his name in a minute when I look at it, but he says Surprise! The SEO industry is full of charlatans who are just manipulating, sort of mom splanning. No, it's just that's my word for it, but making up things they're kind of like astrologers and the other guy was like oh you know i'm getting really burned out about people saying everything's ai all the time if it's gonna be if you're gonna say the term ai give me some examples of what that means because it's just ipf and cpf searching as far as i'm concerned i looked into it and i'm like i love this and i'm uh looking up into the sky with my neck Through my cheap sunglasses, I mean, they're 100 cents. 99 plus some tax, maybe. Maybe a dime. And I think they round up, but I mean, 110 cents for like a good fucking pair of mind altering plastic receptacles that ameliorate. Or change the light function that comes into my literal, I mean, my actual optic nerve. I mean, what I'm interested in is stopping to use the word literally, which is, you know, contested by a lot of linguists. Literally, 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 literally. But, like, I just realized, besides the fact that it's actual and then not actual, which is a funny change-up that a lot of people have investigated and stuff, and, like, I don't even know if that's exactly what it is, but the way the word is overused and it means the opposite of what it used to mean or something when you're a valley girl or something like that, largely, but, um, it's the fact that it's actual, it's actually figurative and it's comparing my speech to what is literally in a book, literature, is it not? And that's what I'm done using because all I'm doing is subsidizing and advertising for free the book industry. Paper pages, binding, horse glue, shipping, rectangular format, printing, New York-centric publishing industry, proofreaders, managers, English specialists that use book form. And uh, I'm not literally referring to anything ever. I don't use... Literature, literal, lit. It is written, therefore it is literal. It is not written. I'm very much into speech, and I'm recording, so it is spoke, Spoke. It is recorded. Literally, it is recorded. It is re- reported. It is reportedly. It is reportedly, and I mean in the future, I mean my references, I, I've sought, I seek, I seek currently, I seek now to remember what was the instruction of my mentor, the man I call my mentor in university, to find then what is a text and what is actually written or printed, and what is written is never what's there. What is there is the evidence of ink from typesetting operations in a text unless it's digital and as a different person once said to me a a computer is merely a printer a computer is merely a printer it prints through the pixelated rectangular screen typically alphanumeric or symbolic reference to data that was already printed and saved and it's represented or reprinted a computer prints that data, that text. And uh, attribution, not legal, but just in particular, editorial reference then to cyber attestation or cyber text is difficult. And attribution in footnote forms, I mean, I, le- I mean, I mean, is that I divine the medium? I mean, what do I mean? What is the medium i mean i do mean i do mean i make the medium between abstractions that are erroneous on either end through the false dichotomy i mean i do make the medium do i not oh i wonder if that's what meaning is practically to divine hmm to divine seeking divinity ah perhaps then actually back to that word seeking divinity to divine to the right source meaning what is to mean to mean towards the right the correct i farted yeah for then the synonym right and correct i don't like the word right I just don't. It's just too difficult. My right side is way over-strengthened in pursuit of what was right, as I wrote with my right arm and my right wrist. And it's just like, you know, I think that it stretched my brain wrongly. Sometimes they talk about left hemisphere being related to right side and then right hemisphere other side. And, like, I'm very interested in balancing my body and, like past three years or so, I've, like, pursued left-handed physicality, like, much more, insert onanist joke there, and to deride anybody who happens to not be doing what you want me to do, to distract myself from what you don't want me to do, Chad Stacy, Incel, but, uh, You know, I I fail sometimes because I have like a physical schedule as well that involves excretion of certain bodily forms or bodily liquids and stuff that is, you know, routine. And it helps me, you know, regulate my cycle and everything. So I don't want to be told how to do it. It's, It's a challenge sometimes. But, you know, I guess I could go back to... No, I could try. But, yeah. I don't know. The regulation of seminal fluid is, like, something that I think any man is, like, specifically in charge of in himself. But I don't know. I'm just... The thing... I didn't even want to talk about that, but... Because it's not considered to be, like, polite discourse or anything. But I don't know if I'm going to publish this, I guess. But it's, like... The thing is, is if I don't ejaculate routinely, I'm likely to wind up in a puddle of my own semen or like wet, and it's the kind of a gross, snatchy mess to wake up in a wet dream. And I might not like the dreams either. I might not like disturbing dreams that bring me into some kind of Freudian unconscious relationship between a wish fulfillment And, like, what my body is actually doing. Well, you know, maybe it's time to explore those wish fulfillments, too, without fear. And, I mean, it's just that, I mean, as I'm such a tenuous person, trippy, and kind of, like, a little bit unpredictable and dangerous, I'd rather have a regulated psychosomatic instance... Than one where I was in a dream state with a weird wish fulfillment that I wouldn't have rationally sought to attain in a bounded ethical jurisdiction. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to um, find myself in a dream state achieving some kind of wish that I was unable to do in this jurisdiction, which is probably why I dream about it, for it was forbidden and then find myself in that altered state of mind, which is a dream, enjoying myself doing something taboo, and then briefly and right after, wake up into a puddle of my own frickin' ejaculate. But that's what happens when a wet dream occurs. I think the last time I even had a wet dream was in jail because I was seeking not to masturbate. Because, you know, I was in jail and I had two other guys in the cell. And then I woke up like crying like a bitch, going, ah, as I ejaculated. I mean, that's not fun. But, I mean, in my camp, I guess I could go back to try to, like, you know, not... I could go ahead and let my body do what it does if I don't regulate my own ejaculate. But I don't want females trying to tell me what to do. But, yeah, oh, there's some nice paintings in there. Wow, those are pretty good. Wow. But, um... I switched to the left hand, but, uh, you know, I'm not always so... Capable of you know controlling my body in a preference preferential manner. Plus the left shoulder, the right shoulder. I mean, I I have a lot of problems. Um, you know, I seem to be ambidextrous nowadays. But in coding, I sometimes I've changed the mouse to my left arm a lot. But lately, once in a while, I'm doing right hand again. And uh, it seems like I'm aware of the asymmetry. I don't play guitar anymore, but. You know my left side is way 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 under strengthened and i've just talked about some of my main activities i mean it's it's only pathetic if like you're my opposition or you're trolling me or something to say that some of my only physical activities include masturbation and coding but um you know, we live in a world where everyone has tech neck nowadays, and females might have similar problems too, but a lot of people are dominant right hand, and as <clears throat> some laborious activities seem unnecessary for many who have either transcended ordinary labor or occupation or achieved some level of independence. Uh, ordinary labor and right-handed labor with tools skillful right-handed labor is not necessary for many and many many people are just you know using smartphones but still and laptops but mostly I think a lot of people are smartphone based and maybe in their occupational roles they are still using desktop computers or laptops anyway the point being that right-handed dominance is a problem for almost anybody But, um, left-handed solutions are, um, not necessarily celebrated for speed, efficacy, accuracy, so-called maturity and excellence is often erroneously conflated with what is right. And what is right is not what is necessarily good. To do what is right is wrong. It's a different meaning of that song but I just... To do what is right is wrong. To do what is left. And what is left is also double entendre. And I might not have meant to say all that in that song, but the juxtaposition that was almost like fictional or some kind of constructed contrast or contrarian rebuttal to what I've lived my entire life which is to do what is right. The song kind of somewhat forces me to contemplate then at least what is going on when the singer says to do what is right is wrong. But I like this other idea, which is more positive. To do what is left is correct. But the left-handed path may be known to some and Not known to me. I was once very concerned with Satanists and left-handed magicians and sinister etymology and all that. And one guy who came at me one time, not at me so much, but he's all, I'm very acquainted with the left-hand path. His activities preceded these, I thought they were my friends or my gang, utilizing tarot to manipulate me to leave and you know it's not just that they're diabolical it's just that the group was fractured and it came and it went but I was on my way to Los Angeles anyway so some particular young wizard of the left-hand path or some kid that was a feral kid practically brought up in criminality he may have been like you know startling to me at the time and I thought he was a bad person maybe but the accusations were there for me, and then this girl that I liked suggested that it was me who was bad or something. And Manipulation occurred that I may not have been entirely conscious of. I was like, oh, the cards tell me to go on my way? Oh, that's so nice. But in retrospect, I mean, it leaves a legacy of, you know, knowledge that charlatan, whatever, call them what you will. New age practitioners use deception in the guise of some kind of... You know, serendipitous instance to trick a fool like me into going a certain way. And I might have known that card tricks were being used against me if I hadn't been so trusting of a girl from Denver. And I saw her later, and she was, you know, linked up with a different fool and their relationship to, like... Nonsense, essentially, I think was pronounced. Although, what they referred to may have been accurate. So, you know, once again, inspection and her previous boyfriend had moved on to Oakland and worked in a cookie factory. You know, whatever. Left-hand path. Black magic, white magic. I mean, I'm not well-versed in all of that because I never looked at it like that. I found that all to be sort of like witchy and sort of dorky and pseudo and not necessarily real but legacy as it relates to the particular sigil and the upside down pentagram of the goat head and all that pentagram nonsense that also frightened me but there is a legacy there and then there's blood sugar sex magic or whoever what's his name alistair or lave there was Levey, and then there was um the other guy ordo whatever his name was, um, I don't remember his name, but I read about him. He's the guy with the blood sugar sex magic stuff. And I know I'm malforming it and referring to the RHCP thing in an instance, but nevertheless, you might know, and you probably do, what I'm talking about. Uh, his name might come to me in a a moment. Alistair Crowley? Yes, Crowley. I mean, I'm interested in all that, like, as a historian, mostly, but... And, I mean, there's some, like, it just really kind of depends on how you define magic. If magic is merely manipulation of object or person, well, magic occurs constantly. But I call that perception management, standardly. But, you know, like me, anybody who's averse to Satanism or devil or left hand or sinister ideation could be manipulated by employing, you know, presentation of that. You could scare away a Christian like me. It happened, but there was something else going on there, and I think that I may have been accurate in my appraisal of that young boy or that man. I'll be right back. Ow. Uh, uh, mm. Oh, no. Oh, not again. accelerated acidic rectal juice is triggering <clears throat> some facies in the walls of my rectum and I let and squeeze and seek to have this little breakage occur that's not necessarily enough to make me want to evacuate my bowels but I'm somewhere in between I don't want to poop again two helicopters? don't turn on me really? Well, just because he's turning doesn't necessarily mean jack. But, uh uh-oh. Figurative use of the term tangential or on a tangent had me wondering a bit. On a tangent... You're off on a tangent. Literally then, no, actually, that use of figurative language would go then to those who draw circles, I think, really. For a tangent only is off of the diameter of a, I was going to say, bicameral relationship between line and circle. A tangent only is a line through a circle that bisects the circle twice or dissects <clears throat> intersects, excuse me, intersects the circle twice and that is not the diameter. Diameter everything else is a tangent, is it not? tangential. But one who would use that term in relationship to a topic or a category of discourse that was unrelated then to the center point or the thrust or the course. It's all figurative, really. And one who would guide the conversation like you're off on a tangent, well, then what was the topic or what was the thesis? And what was the, was it to state the thesis and then the antithesis and then to synthesize in the conclusion? Was there a premise? And I think that a lot of my speech is like, Mm, Well, contrarian, but also reactionary to, like, input But I think a lot of it's exploratory, but You know what? I think that I'm unconsciously manifesting, essentially And I don't want to misuse these terms, but I think my innate position inherently is always that I'm right, you're wrong I am correct, I am more omniscient More omniscient, although not truly omniscient Than thou Especially when I'm reacting to these people that I think are just, you know, reacting in this normalizing ethical declaration way. Which is why I have invented this movie called Normative Ethical Declarations. But, I mean, when these women admonish, and it happens to often be women, dykes, but also sissy male, or macho male, but Jewish gangsters, all these guys. These normalizers all these males and females. And if there is an intersexed or plurality of gender in one, that might be there too. But rarely, I think, do I take normative ethical declarations on record from any kind of transvestite or transgender. But if there was one, I may or may not listen to that person as well, but that would be a rare designation. So yes, male and female typically... Admonishing through whatever I would say vestibule, if I might misuse that venue avenue channel of digital dissemination recorded vocalizations moral admonishments normative ethical declarations n e d these are the you know the base basically the topics of the movie that I wanted to have related to thirty five millimeter And I may explain why in a moment, but it was that the word should, and I was going to have this text or a book, or at least a digital representation of text, PDF maybe, or just a doc, like related to the topic of the origin of should. (sighs) But somewhere around then, I got kind of lazy about typing and stuff, and the origin of should may have influenced what became normative ethical declarations as, like, a title of a presentation, and then somewhere, I realized that I sort of, um, I have a mirror here right now, I have this theme of my photography that's obscured mirror selfies, and I have a Asian pear, no, it's an apple, it's a gala apple, and if it was an Asian pear, I'd eat it, but I don't want to soft mushy yellow apple i'm not currently that ferociously hungry for a soft mushy apple but obscured mirror picks, especially as they relate to literal occupation is uh, a tendency of my photography. I've defined that and I had three major themes. One was obscured mirror selfies. Another was essentially um, billboards in transition. Oh, and by the way, I might be up on Sunset Boulevard in a moment, I could go walk the whole strip today. And what I like especially is just walking between Doheny and I think La Cienega. Or, um, is it, um, Crescent Heights, I forget which one. The one where the Sunset 5 shopping center is. Uh, I I always forget, because there's, like, La Cienega, there's, um, Crescent Heights, and then there's, like, one other North-South Boulevard that's, and even San Vicente, that confuses me, because they're all kind of, they're all about the same, and they kind of confuse me, which one is which. Anyway. That's some uh, 90069 North South vo- Boulevards relating to Sunset Boulevard. Uh, but yeah, it's um, billboards in transition. For I love photographing any show business billboards, and the billboards of Sunset Boulevard might be some of the biggest billboards, maybe even in America. But they're definitely some of the biggest billboards in Los Angeles, probably, and the way that they're on the sides of buildings and so many of them. It's it's a fun place to go if you like advertisements about show. And but then I've I kind of rarefied my topic into my favorite photographs are billboards in transition. And it's not just like demonstrating some kind of socioeconomic relationship about the men who hang those posters or commenting on any kind of privilege like that. I think merely because that might be a topic for some other person to consider. But I don't really do socioeconomic exploration of class contrast. I'm not motivated by that currently. Um, there's an article right here in the garbage about the WGA spat. I can't wait to read it. I like to be uh, surprised by topics that I find in newspapers like wherever I go. But this is like, I was just interested in it's been, like, a topic of consideration for a while now. Hmm. There's some, like, um, some kind of rice with, uh, raisins in it, but I don't really want that. If it had been meat, it looked like an Indian dish. I might have gone for it. Lamb or steak or... I find all kinds of food. You know, and as long as it's good, I eat it. It's like I can tell where the British live because their shoes are eight, size eight. Yeah, the British. I think their shoes, their feet are smaller, or the different Atlanticists, or maybe the Jews. You know, this one guy gave me a bunch of size nines. I oh, don't know. Oh God, why? What's that woman from Ghostbusters. Shell peace, Twitter. I'm out of here. How oh, dare you tell me that I'm famous just because I'm black? I wish I could just, like, photograph all this uh, WGA concept because there's, like, some garbage on this newspaper, but it's a little wet. Oh, look. Wow, that's all interesting. Hmm. Can I get the gist of it? Um, it says, Streaming is the future, and that future is in your hands. What is it about these people? They're all Gilded, Crafts Guild, local union stuff, paid for by members of the following IATSE... Locals, what's the pitch? It's an advertisement. Dear somebody, decision maker, that they're probably going to contest his general thrust. Oh my god, this is funny as hell. It's just so funny. I mean, it's just this is such the topic of NFCF ACTS, and I find it in the garbage, but I mean, that's not really notable to the premise here. It's Sunday. I don't know what it is, but it says Sunday, January 19th, 2020, and the contrast between old and new, I had one digital production there, and then one presentation, similar photograph with my stick in front of it. If you look at my photographs, dear, I won't even say it, why not, the acronym? And they put a bit.ly URL at the bottom, sign our petition. You're not going to sign a digital petition. Petition. Okay, so it says, as you resume, and I'm afraid someone's going to come driving down this alley as I'm staring at this newspaper that's a little bit, you know, crusted with food juice or something. But, I mean, see, the funny thing is, is, here I go again. I am right, you are wrong. These outmoded forms of distribution paper related to outmoded terminology, like you're going to sign a digital petition, is already problematic. And that would be in the sense that nothing is real. These words that people use and these anachronistic, obsolete forms of production and relationship to what is here communism, the uh, guilds and the local 700, local 705 of that and that and that, Unions to actually pay and try to produce an advertisement to change consciousness in this newspaper, they're basically bullying up against particular Gentile, Matthew, but it says Matthew, but then it says Lope. Isn't that interesting? So it's like Gentile and Jew, which is probably not surprising that he would be both. There it says, but it does not say, and see, this is one of my enduring difficulties, is finding in my head... What was the lesson of my mentor for it is typed and it was printed with ink the letter a uppercase as and now I shall read the type The printed typography that may have been um, inverted in a 180 along the vertical axis Relationship therefore mirror image uh, left to right if you read the print or the type in this newspaper, on this newspaper For the paper is the paper And the ink that was imprinted upon it is the ink So the print left the, you know, reversed <sighs> um, Print, typographically, of these letters That I will now read from left to right As is often designated normally in America The apparition of word, which was printed upon this paper. I will now read it. This. I will now read that. This. As you resume, and it's hard to do, it's really hard to tell what I'm actually doing right now. As you resume negotiations, it is printed. As you resume negotiations with Netflix, and for then I'm speaking to the second person, Matthew Loeb, in the voice of this gang, and I wish not to even impersonate who they are. Maybe I'll just read it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, this is so funny. Oh my god, I knew it, man. As I said to this guy, I was looking up what is Kaminsky method? Oh, fuck, I'm gonna faint. The faint in swordplay, I think, is something. But the faint in the mind is biochemical and causes cessation of control over my body as I stand up too fast, especially after wearing tight pants from a crouching position. And the blood rushes, and I find myself unable or unwilling to control my body as I fall down a bit. The the slight faint is not a double entendre to suggest that I parry and thrust forward in relationship to outmoded technologies. And the impression in my mind currently is what I said to Kaminsky in real world, and later wondered what is the Kaminsky method, is so similar to what is here. That, well, it seems they only wanna work for money. It seems like they only wanna act if they're being paid. I don't remember exactly what was said and I wish I could have recorded it, but you know, it's almost like fixation or I wouldn't even say anal fixation, but I like to toss back to Freudian terminology because it kind of, I don't know, it rarefies the psychological inspection of what is compulsive in psychoanalytic individuals who are capable of discerning then. Uh. What is my compulsive desire to so discreetly refer to instance? It's like, I, and then I said, and then I said, well, then I said, you know, I mean, and then what I said was, it's like they all want to work for money, but it's the bohemian idealist or the capable capitalist who might act for an instinct of pursuit of status or experience or for fun. The money for me is an afterthought. But NFCF ACTS never declared with intention to any investors that returns were guaranteed. Director or COO behaving that was now, uh, well, chief operations officer or chief revenue officer, whichever it would be. One in pursuit then, which was always me, until I have other associates, that revenue was hoped for, but was not likely. But here, it's so funny, because these whiners, oh my god, I'll just leave it to you. To read it in their voice, because I, I almost can't. Actually... Yesterday I invented a new Valley Girl thing Like, I can't, I can't even That's the one that's already there But I invented Besides So I was like, what's wrong with this besides? Besides everything? Like, I can't even hope to read this I'm like, lost in my own cognition And reflection And cerebral cog relationship to Typography, as well as Reading something else in the other person's version Or voice, or As it relates to a second person, this is not my manifestation, but shall I act now? But who was this written by? Paid for by members of the following IATSE locals. So I would be in the voice, uh, the collective voice of a communist, and it's probably a girl or a woman named Judy gitz because who wrote this? But may I detect that her adverse relationship to President Matthew Loeb, it doesn't it's not signed by a particular who wrote this? Who who came up with this? I mean I may detect it too, but it's just it's so funny to me. Silver Lake Partners, a major investor in Endeavor declined to comment. <laughs> ah. the stick man stick man am gonna fuck you up with the can stick man oh there's a can ah. oh what am i holding if i could just be released howard hughes original property may be up here Hmm. I mean, from my position somewhat to the north northwest, but particular orientation is largely irrelevant unless you read a accelerometer on my device and divine my orientation. But yeah, the previous um, wonder or query, emotional query then, of, uh, I like to consider her my adversary, but my opposition. I joke that she's my mom. I mean, I was wondering why she considered the pursuit of ethics to be the quest for divinity, but I also thought that she referred that to a fictitious respondent that she may have invented. But like a Matthew Loeb, this character that I think she may have invented, this allegedly a first year or second year engineering student at the University of Penn who called in, but whose voice was read by a woke person, as I joke, a person of color selected Like a token representative of blackness Who's usually a mid-brownness To like read in the voice of this particular person That I think was fake She said called in and it was on tape Which is anachronistic And as I joked earlier They make fun of Trump for saying that he's being taped But then she uses that Oh, this is on tape It's never on tape anymore It's always digitally reproduced How out of sync Well, that's a figurative relationship or how out of it is she related to the tools and methods and modalities of the production that she speaks with the production There's the can That's some interesting uh, I would almost say like a turpentine Instance, but it's like really a small can of paint. Oh It smells like turpentine Wow, I think I'll take a picture of that So my topics are you know, my themes as I said are often I like obscured mirror selfies in photography I like Like billboards in transition, the focus is seemingly off on this thing. I don't know why. Why doesn't focus work? Focus is such an elemental uh, aspect of photography. That when it's off, it's like, why the fuck is it off, dude? mm briefly uh huffed and inhaled this uh fume even my dad when he was young was a glue sniffer or he would put uh airplane airplane glue in a paper bag and try to get high off of it huffing they call it but i wouldn't want to intoxicate myself with these fumes but i wanted to smell them but as i briefly sort of allowed myself to inhale those fumes i was like those are very strong and i actually had the taste of alcohol in the back of my palate or something similar, like a, a fumy, like burning sensation. And I don't know if that's an alcohol based um form of acrylic or turpentine instance. But uh whatever this old can is, it's just, you know I was somewhat accurate in assessing immediately that it was like a can of turpentine. It may have been like a um acylotite, I don't know what that means, or an alcohol based uh brush thinner. Or it may have been some kind of rare paint or glue. But um, I could tell because of the um, smaller lid on top, the smaller um, aperture or opening or orifice that had a screwed on lid that stuck to the top. And that, it's like a turpentine shape of a can or precisely not so much a paint can because those usually are open fully on the top. (laughs) And now I think about Ezra Klein. Using the Tom Sawyer trick to get me to paint a wall But here's turpentine And maybe my fetish or my fascination With all forms of painting And construction and artistry Will cause me to want to paint I mean It's like Kabbalah And I don't, I don't want to get distracted Because I want to go back to acting As I was just introducing the opportunity To act So I'll be I'll be a young version of Judith Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Who's just my Goldstein Grubbing female Judith Rosenbaum Not even Rosenbaum But just a Gitzmore Goldberg um, Lady But I'll be the younger version from New Jersey Who came to like Los Angeles or Hollywood or whatever Beverly Hills and lives in the flats Down by CBS La Brea Tar Pits you know, gateway to Hell. I mean the steaming pits down there, that smell of sulfur and whatnot. And that joke was so funny to me when I texted it to this girl who I think may have a relationship to the CBS studios. Her name is uh what was her name? I fucking almost forgot her name already. Lily Fuck, I forgot her name already. Because as soon as I blacklisted her, I was just like, or she blocked me and then I blocked her. Lydia. It was only in jest that I suggested And I thought that she would get the joke that the CBS studios may be literally plugged into the La Brea Tar Pits and then all the showrunners at CBS are literally demons. I mean, that was a joke. It was a joke. And it was, you know, I mean, if you got the fat-bottomed British guy who does the late-night I'm not against him for being fat. It's just like Adele that all the Brits who still are inheriting these systems of whatever the legacy American signals transport towers and whatnot in the old studios, it's they're the fatties, they're left over, because all the lanky, lanky, skinny individuals, even such as myself, and I'm not even that tall, have already bounded away in a decentralized manner with much lighter camera equipment for not greener pastures, but just any availing spaces where a decentralized producer could work. And if I sit in the sun in this alley for a moment, I mean, if and when the cops or private security come, they could look at me like I don't belong here, but, and I wouldn't even want to stand out, is that law enforcement? But I mean, I do kind of want to stretch out my legs and I'm sitting in the sun, because it's like I can, but I don't want to be inspected. I might be arrested today. You know, but I mean, I have this moment, so I'm trying to balance like my different impulses. And I'm a cowboy, and I don't really want to read in her voice. So maybe I'll read in her husband's voice. He's the real guy that works. He's a filler. He's been in the IATSE for 40 years. He's got local 44 on his denim jacket. As you resume negotiations with Netflix for a first-time national agreement, why don't I read in my own voice, but just pretend like I'm that guy? As you resume negotiations with Netflix for a first-time national agreement, We urge you to be relentless in securing a new effective residual stream to be paid into the motion picture industry pension and health plans, uppercases, providing much needed income to secure the future funding of our pensions. There isn't anything on a long-term basis more important to us than having our leadership negotiate adequate residual streams to replace those that have been in existence for decades and for which we can no longer rely upon as the streaming market surpasses traditional distribution methods. And I totally fucked that up. Good thing I'm not being paid to do that. But, see, I can't really read in a male voice like that because the money grubbing is so evident. But I I would much rather read it in Judith or, um, what's her name? Barbara, Barbara Gottlieb, well, his name is Loeb, but Barbara Vanderlieb and, uh, Vanessa... Vanessa Lilly built Verb Lieb There isn't anything on a long-term basis more important to us than having our leadership negotiate adequate residual streams to replace those that have been in existence for decades and for which we can no longer rely upon as the streaming market surpasses traditional distribution methods. There isn't anything on a long-term basis more important to us There isn't anything on a long-term basis more important to us than having our leadership negotiate... Oh, so they're talking to their own president and trying to get this guy. Okay, I got it. The IATSE must reach an agreement. That's a normative ethical declaration. That's related to modal expectation of future tense. The IATSE must... Musen Arbeiten Ein Synthesis That brings equitable wages and working conditions for every AI I mean IA Member Who will be working under this agreement As well as new established funding stability To the health and pensions for us and our families Whose livelihoods rely on Extraordinary affordable Extraordinary affordable health care and long-term pension security <laughs> to the health and pensions for us and our families whose livelihoods rely on extraordinary affordable. It doesn't say extraordinarily affordable, it says extraordinary affordable health care. Who the fuck has extraordinary affordable health care except for Judith Rosenberg and Judd Apatow from Montana? And their relationship to the children's fund of stealing kids at Disney Plus And putting them into their show business traps And then pimping out Britney Spears when she becomes of age and Justin Timberlake, And taking on residual ASCAP or mechanical royalties We need to have new distribution models to secure our extraordinary affordable healthcare And our Cabala teams are extraordinary affordable Healthcare How does that happen? Are, whose livelihoods rely on extraordinary affordable healthcare is that a typo oh I have the reflection of my back lens of this android phone this small little circle reflecting it goes right where the L might have been if that had been a typo on E. which is so interesting and it would be hard to photograph that but I see it and long-term pension security tens of thousands of working families in the entertainment and media industries tens of thousands tens of thousands of working families in the entertainment and media industries are depending on this tens of thousands of at least one member of the family theoretically according to this report this advertisement literally are congealed in opposition to my instincts and my interests as an independent producer. Oh my fucking god, that's incredible. And I have a better union. So this is Normative Ethical Declarations, NED, STFU, or calf CFN. The New Guild.